Guys, it's the second episode of Let Me Be Honest, and so much happened last week. An 82-year-old man received the COVID-19 vaccine. Kanye West and Jeffree Star are in the news because of a rumor that was started by a TikToker, and the Capitol building was broken into this past week. And lastly, how can you get your parents to not be mad at you? We talk about all of that on today's episode, so just keep listening. Hello, everybody, and happy Monday. Happy January 11th. I hope you all are having a great Monday thus far. If you're listening to this at 12 p.m. or at your lunchtime or any time of day on Monday. And I also hope you all had a great ending to your week last week. I know last week was a great week for me in the beginning, and then it got bad starting Thursday, and that like bad, you know, vibe spread and went all the way through the weekend. However, we're going to get back to 100% because, you know, you can't stay low forever. Um, but yeah, guys, we have so much to talk about. And I just want to get started, honestly. However, I do want to tell you all the big surprise I was, you know, advertising or talking about on the Instagram. If you didn't see that, make sure that you follow the Instagram, which is at LMBH Podcast. LMBH, let me be honest. You can also follow the Twitter and the Facebook. But, you know, if you don't have that, that's totally fine. Um, so let me tell you the big announcement. So essentially, I was like, you know, New Year's is essentially here. Let's have a little fun with the audience. And so with that being said, I have decided to partner with an artist. And her name is Katie. And she's really good at art. And if you saw like the story I posted a few days ago, last week, whenever, you saw like the art paintings I posted. And I also asked, would you ever want a customized version of your art or of art? And so with that being said, I'm going to be partnering with Katie for a nice giveaway. We're going to be giving away a nice piece of art created by her and customized by you. So it can essentially be anything your heart desires. Why am I getting a text? Okay, let me continue. However, you can essentially choose whatever you want to be, you know, painted. It can be painted. It can be a digital piece of art. It can be many different things, honestly. And I'm super excited because I think, guys, this is going to be, like, really, really good because she is such an amazing, amazing artist. And to be partnering with her for this giveaway, I'm just extremely 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 excited because it's just gonna be awesome and so I'm gonna be posting everything on the Instagram as well um however to enter all you have to do is follow both of our accounts you know mine is lmbh podcast and hers is p-p-o-w-c-a-t so p-p or p-pow cat that's her Instagram so you have to follow that as well um on either of our posts we're gonna be posting like the giveaway post I guess you have to comment um and tag your friends and each friend is an entry so tag as many friends as your heart desires and then you also have to like the giveaway post and then for an extra entry you can repost the giveaway post on your story and yeah that's all you have to do it's honestly pretty simple you don't have to do a hashtag none of that it's super easy to enter and it's all free so once we announce the giveaway winner on in February, because the giveaway will be happening for months, starts February 11th, ends February, starts January 11th, ends February 11th at 11.59 p.m. So get your votes entries in before then, because after that, you will no longer be allowed to enter. 
Um, and yeah, it's pretty simple. So make sure that you enter if you want to win a customized piece of art. And um, you can also choose your size. However, there is a max size and we can discuss that with you as well. Um, I'll actually put that in the um, giveaway. What's it called? Giveaway post. So you can see all that information. But it's super exciting. And it's all free. So you literally don't have to pay anything. Literally zero dollars. Nothing you have to pay for. So you're entering for free and you're winning something customized for free. I think it's honestly a win-win type of situation, if I have to say so myself. So make sure that you enter the giveaway because it's going to be an amazing one. Um, However, let's get right into the tea, guys, because there's a lot to talk about. You see, I was debating on like talking about two things, but then I was like, no, we need to talk about three things this week. So much has happened and I just want to get right to it. So essentially, the first thing we're going to talk about is this 82-year-old retired maintenance manager, Brian Pinker, was the first person worldwide to receive the vaccine created by the Oxford University. And um, guys, it's kind of crazy because you listen to that. He's 82 years old. And Pinker even said, the vaccine means everything to me, to my mind. It's the only way of getting back to normal life. The government believes that with Pinker receiving this vaccine is a, quote, pivotal moment for our fight against the coronavirus. I'm going to be completely honest with you all. When I saw this, I was like, is this really a good idea to let an 82-year-old man receive this vaccine? I completely understand they want people of all ages to receive it so we can hear and see, you know, the effects of it. However, 82-year-old, I felt like that was kind of an extreme thing to do, especially because he's really old. And, you know, the older you get, the weaker, you know, you get. And I'm not even saying that to be disrespectful. I'm just saying in general, like you, the older you get, you know, your bones get weaker and everything. So I was like, should he really be getting this vaccine? Obviously, he needs to stay safe. But is this the right thing? Should we be allowing, you know, people of this age to be receiving it, especially when we don't know that much about it? I completely understand he was fine getting it, which is great. I guess that's good for all of us people who don't want to get the vaccine. However, is that like the right decision? Like, do you all think it's okay that they're letting people that are extremely like older, you know, way older, receive these vaccines without us knowing the possible effects? I know if I was 82, 82, I would not want, you know, to get tested or get the vaccine now because it hasn't been out for long at all. And I don't know, I wouldn't know the side effects. You know, we're seeing all these people on the news getting and receiving these crazy side effects from the vaccine and not even just, not even the vaccine, the virus itself, because it hasn't been out long, let alone the vaccine, which just came out. Like, I don't know how I feel about that. And then the other thing was, do we really even know if, you know, this vaccine will attract as many people as we think? Like, I know I will not be wanting to get the vaccine for a while until I see how people, you know, their bodies react to it. Because like I said earlier, it hasn't been out for long yet. And we don't know the possible long term effects. And I don't want to get it and then end up like a year later, you know, sick or something like that's not what I want. I think I need it to be tested on at least a few more people before I really get it because I don't feel safe. So do you all even think having this vaccine out? Are you going to be wanting to get it like immediately? Or are you going to be waiting as well? Because I know I, like I said, I know my family and I, we're not, you know, here for that yet. However, I bet we will get to the point where we do feel it's right to get it. Like, I do think we'll be getting it in the future. Just at the moment, I don't think we do because we don't know the effects. We don't know how it's going to affect us in the future, you know, let alone just like in the present. Like, we don't know. But that's what I saw. And I was, I felt bad for the family now that I think about it. Like, what? 
does a family think about his, him making this decision? Obviously, he can make it for himself, but are they scared? Like, I know I would be scared if my 82-year-old grandfather, you know, got the vaccine without us knowing the possible long-term effects. Like, I would be extremely scared because it hasn't been tested on many other people or many people at least of his hate, of his age. But at the same time, I understand, you know, they're trying to give the vaccine to, you know, the workers and the elders because they are the ones essentially the most at risk. But at the same time, I feel like elders should be really thought about like before they give it to them because, you know, they're older, their bodies react differently to different things. And it's just a little scary. But then it also had me thinking, like, should elders be receiving it now, especially with, you know, young people being the reason probably why they are even catching it, you know, family members getting together, the young people are usually the ones out, you know, having friends over partying and everything, and then going into an environment with your elder grandparent, like you're essentially putting them at risk. So should elders be getting it or should the young people be getting it? Because I know like people, students are back in school in person, you know, people are back at work. So who should be getting it? I definitely think workers should be getting it for sure. Especially, especially doctors, especially doctors, the ones that are actually in contact with the people that possibly have COVID and do have COVID, you know, but elders, I feel like we should really be taking care of them, especially with their age and knowing that, you know, their bodies aren't the same as they were when they were younger. But maybe it's just me. Maybe y'all don't agree. I want to know what you all think. So make sure that you also like comment on the Instagram post because I want to hear. Um, but yeah, I don't know. When I saw that, I was just like, Ugh, I don't know how I feel about that. 82 year old receiving this vaccine. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know. But that's just one thing of the three things that we need to talk about today. Um, so, but yeah, I want to hear your thoughts on this one. I'm kind of curious. However, the second thing that we need to talk about is something big that happened this past week. Something extremely big. It was literally on the news everywhere, at least in America. And when I saw this, when I heard about it, I was... I don't even know how to feel. Let's just get into it. So as many of you probably know, a few days ago, the U.S. Capitol building was stormed and broken into by many infuriated Trump supporters, while lawmakers were confirming the amount of electoral college college votes that the president-elect Joe Biden received during the most recent election. And sadly enough, the protest was encouraged by our current president, Donald Trump. Um, The protest was nothing more than disgusting as protesters found their way within the building by breaking down windows and fighting Capitol security. Not only was the building destroyed, but there were also five people reported dead. And many videos and pictures have been posted online, and one of which was a picture of a man with his feet all over Nancy Pelosi's desk which I was a little shocked by. I saw the picture. I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. That's absolutely insane. Imagine having the audacity to not only break into the Capitol, but go into Nancy Pelosi's office and put your feet on her desk. Like that's extremely disrespectful. Um, and then while the break in the, of the Capitol was also like a big talk, something else was the lack of retaliation and consequences given from the police, especially since last summer during the peaceful BLM protest police, or at least many of the many of the peaceful BLM protests, police violently retaliated towards the protesters with tear gas, rubber bullets, and more. So I know that was also a big talk. So I guess we can essentially say that the past few days have not only been, you know, crazy in regards to, you know, this 82-year-old man receiving the vaccine, but also just within the United States. Guys, when I saw this and saw this on the news, I was, okay, I was at home. And 
I see it on the news that the Capitol building got broken into. And I honestly, if I'm being completely honest, <laughs> let me be honest, I don't think I was extremely surprised. Like, I truly was not surprised. I kind of was expecting something from the really infuriated, you know, supporters and, you know, the ones that really thought it was an unfair election. I really was kind of expecting that. However, I wasn't expecting for people to break into the Capitol building. And after talking to a bunch of other people about it as well, the it's just obviously I don't agree with breaking into the Capitol building, especially because I don't see there being any benefit or anything positive going their way because of that. Like, what does breaking into a Capitol building do for you? How is that going to help change the winner of the election? Like that, I'm sorry, has no effect on the winner of the election. Yes, disturbing, you know, the meeting has like just caused a break in in the meeting, but that doesn't change the amount of votes that one of the um, candidates, you know, had. Like, that's not how that works. And so I thought, what was the purpose? I was truly trying to think, like, what were they thinking? Like, why did they feel like this was okay? What did they think they were going to be able to get out of doing this? You know? So I was extremely confused. And I just thought it was insane. Like, the perception that people and like the view that other countries are going to think about America are probably going to be extremely bad because of that, because that's, that's like so disrespectful. That's so extremely disrespectful, you know, to think it's okay to break into the Capitol building. And especially other countries are probably going to think, Oh, what's up with America? Like that's horrible. Like, especially to know it was encouraged by our president. Not only were they breaking into the Capitol, it was encouraged by our president, which I feel like just shows just, a chaotic mess in our country. Like, I truly just think it just shows how chaotic and how crazy this time and all of our lives here, especially in America, are. And but I feel like everyone is, of course, entitled to their own opinions. And they obviously have their reasons for doing it. I would never have done it, obviously, because I feel like it's A, disrespectful. B, I don't think I would be able to personally get anything from it. And you know, like if I felt that way, like, you know, very extremely infuriated, I don't think that I could even come to terms with myself to even do that, especially, you know, being scared of the possible consequences. But at the same time, connecting that to the BLM protest that received a bunch of, you know, retaliation from the police, I feel like I also would not have been scared to enter this type of protest and expect as bad of consequences as they received during the BLM protest. And that also tells you, just shows you the divide within our country to feel like it's okay to, you know, retaliate against the BLM protest when it wasn't even violent. However, this one was essentially almost terrorism. It was basically, it was like, it, that was essentially what it was. Like, that's insane. Yet nothing happened. People got maced. And I saw a video of this one girl. She was crying and all upset that she got maced. And then they asked, why did you all do this? And she was like, because we're having a revolution. What? A revolution over one election. I just think, I don't, I can't even explain it. Like, I don't understand. Like, I feel like we all need to come to terms with no one is ever going to be happy with anything. That's in life in general, let alone an election. Like, no one is ever going to be 100% happy with anything. So I think the problem here is we all just need to get to the point where we realize that we have different views and that's completely okay. However, there comes to a point where you can't let your strong views and values, you know, fight for things that can't be fought for, you know, and we have to come to the point where, yes, you might not agree, but we can still be one. We are one country. Literally, our Pledge of Allegiance says that one country under God. 
We are one country. We are all people. We are all people that live in America. We need to all unite. We all need to come together. We need to realize, yes, we have different views, but at the same time, we need to appreciate and have respect for our country because we are the ones that live here. Just because your candidate might not be in the office doesn't mean that this is not your country. Doesn't make America less of America than it was before. You know? And like I said, no one is ever going to be 100% happy. But I don't know. Like the whole situation was so confusing to me. While I was not exactly surprised, I was still just shocked that this could even happen. Like I really, truly was shocked that this would even happen in a million years. I never expected a break in the Capitol. Never. But the next thing I wanted to talk about, I know I've already talked about like the retaliation from the officers during the pro- during the protest, but I want to talk about how can we fix the divide within our country? How can we fix, you know, the police brutality situation? How can we fix, you know, the divide within races in our country, between genders in our country? Like there's so many things that we are divided like in in our country. Like how can we fix those problems? Where can we connect that gap so we no longer have the situations that we currently have? And I was thinking, I think me personally, I think the only way that we can fix the problems that we have in our country in regards to gender equality, um, races, whatever it may be, is home training, communication. Everything starts from your home, whatever you believe at home. And you sow that into your children, your children then enter the world with that same mindset unless someone changes it. You know, so if you want our world to stop being divided as it is today, I think it starts with what you're you're telling the people in your household, what you're putting into the minds of the people that you're raising. If you raise your children to be, you know, let's say racist, for an example, you know, or against equality in regards to genders. That's what they're bringing into the world. And not only will they believe that, they might spread that on to their children as well. So what is the benefit? What do you want America to look like? Do you want us to stay divided? Do you want us to be one? If you want us to be one, you need to come to the conclusion. You need to think about how can we get our country to be united? How can we get our country to become one? Yes, we might not all always agree, but how can we do that? How can we get to the point where, yeah, we might not all agree, but we can all still treat each other with respect. We don't need to break into a capital. Like, what can you do? Think about that. And then if, and like I said, I personally believe it starts with what starts at home. Whatever you say at home, whatever you do at home, that gets into the mind of the people within that household and they spread that on. And trust me when I say that, I truly, for me personally, the way that my parents have trained me to grow up as a, like as a child, I still, I'm still that way today. And I bring that into the world, the way they train me, you know, respect, Adults respect people in general. I respect people now. I respect adults. And that's because of how they train me. If they train me to not respect adults, but to disrespect them, then I would be disrespecting adults, which just shows the impact that parents have on their children. And that just shows generations, like generation by generation. If you are spreading it now to your children, they're going to spread that to their children. Their children will keep spreading it. And that just leads like a path of divide within our country. So I'm begging you. I'm begging you, if you are a teen, if you are an adult, please think about your mindset and and think about how you want our country to be. Do you want us to be a divided country? Do you want us to be a united country? And if you want a united country, which I hope we all do, we need to think about how we start at home. And then from there, we have, we communicate, understand, you know, the other perspectives. Like I know I've talked to different people about, you know, their views. And then we have a conversation on it, about it. 
And then you really get to hear their input, their side. And then maybe you can share some input and add, like just information with them to help them see the other side. Because when you are born and your parents raise you to be one way, you are only, it's kind of like a one-sided story. Like you only hear what they're telling you. Never do you ever hear the other side. Therefore, when you meet and have a conversation, you can finally hear the other side and maybe change your view and perspective and then spread that to other people that believe the same thing you do as well. So I think it starts with home. And then from home, it starts with just communication and communicating with other people of different views, of same views. Talk about what you agree with, what you disagree with. Why do you think the thing that you think? Why do you believe in what you believe in? Talk about that. Talk about, you know, the positive things, the negative things. Talk about the things you want to see fixed, you know? But I don't know. that. I mean, I do know. I'm just, <laughs> oh my gosh. That one, when I saw that, I was just not, I was not surprised. However, I was shocked. And I just think it shows just so many problems within our country. And I do want to see it get fixed. And I truly do think we can fix it, especially if we, you know, get to the point where we, we where we unite as a country, you know. But I don't know. I, I have hope in America. I truly do. And I hope you do, too, as well. So I also want you to comment on that Instagram post, not the giveaway one, but like the post that goes like the audio track that goes with this episode. How do you think we can fix the divide within our country? What do you think needs to happen? And what are your thoughts on the, you know, the storming, breaking in of the Capitol building? I want to hear. Oh, my gosh. Guys, this is a great episode thus far. I'm thoroughly enjoying how we're entering 2021. Oh, my gosh. Um, obviously not with that, of course. But, like, we have a lot of things to talk about. Um, the last thing I wanted to talk about is on a, I mean, it's not, it's not as intense. Let's just say that. It's not as intense as the last two were, especially the last one. Um, but let's just get in, you know, <laughs> into this one. Cause this one was honestly, it was low key kind of funny. Um, but let's hear what you all, let's just, let me just tell you. So essentially if you all keep up with Kim and Kanye, you hear that they're possibly divorcing. Um, I know I'm a big fan of Kim. I love Kim Kardashian. Um, <laughs> even her arguments and disputes with um, what's her name? Courtney. Love them. So entertaining. So funny. However, not only is there divorce in the news, but Kanye and Jeffree Star are in the news. Guys, it was I was cracking up when I saw this, that Jeffree Star and Kanye West are in the news because there was a rumor spread about them possibly dating. <laughs> I was like, what in the world? How did we get to this conclusion? So the rumor was started by after a TikToker named Ava Louise, the same girl who apparently started the coronavirus challenge, posted a TikTok hinting that Jeffrey and Kanye have been dating, especially in the midst of the possible divorce between Kim and Kanye. During the TikTok, she stated that she wouldn't be able to say who the person was because she could get sued and then said it's part of the reason why Kanye is so religious today which low-key kind of confused me, didn't understand that. However, the caption of the TikTok said um, that her source is true, and essentially this news is not fake, but it is real. And um, she essentially was just promising her listeners that. So then speculation started to become even more, like, even more real when people realize that Jeffree Star has been living in Wyoming. And ever since Kim and Kanye have been talking about, you know, a break from each other, Kanye has been living in Wyoming. Therefore, they're both living in the same state. However, Jeffree Star then posted a video on his YouTube talking about the rumor saying, quote, 
I'm single. I'm not sleeping with anyone. This is so weird. Let me just say this one time for any news outlet. I like very tall men. (laughs) Me and Kanye have never hung out. And this whole thing is really funny. So I guess this is I, so I guess this is the start to my new year. Happy New Year. In regards to the Wyoming part, he said, quote, It's amazing here. It is the least populated state in all of America. So yes, that did happen. Kanye and Jeffrey could be dating, even though he just kind of denied it. However, what if they actually did date? I, that would have been something I never would have expected in a million years. You know, going from Kim to Jeffrey, never would have expected. I truly, I want to be completely honest with you. I'm kind of, I think it's time for Kim and Kanye to divorce anyway, because she has been through so much with this man. This man, I feel like, causes so much unnecessary stress to her life. You remember when he, like, posted online talking bad about her? I would have left then and there. Yes, he might be rich, and he might own Yeezys. But she's thriving herself. She has, you know, her fragrance line, her makeup line, her clothing line. She is thriving on her own. So why does she need him? She has beautiful kids. She has a big family. I mean, she's a humongous family. She has Chris as her mom. She has Chloe, Courtney, Kylie, all of these amazing people around her. She does not need Kanye. Kanye is literally so stressful to her, I feel like. And then especially when it came to like the elections and everything, you know, he supported one party, she supported the other, and she just had to like live with that. Like poor Kim, I feel genuinely very bad for her. And of course, divorces are hard. And I truly do feel bad for her. However, I do think it's the right move for her based off of what I've heard in the news in regards to her relationship with Kanye. Um, But I don't know. Whenever I even saw interviews with the two of them, it just didn't flow. Like I saw it was on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. There was a clip from it. And her and Kanye were on like essentially getting interviewed. And it just felt so uncomfortable. It just felt weird. Like she's so... Kim and he's just so Kanye like it just didn't flow I didn't really like the vibe I was getting I feel like she could be better off either either single or with someone else I don't think Kanye's the one for her at the moment you know there's a time for everything and I don't think it's her time with Kanye now so hopefully she'll find someone better if they do end up divorcing however she stay if she stays single I hope she thrives and does amazing which I know and hope she will um but I wish them the best in regards to like their marriage right now because it's definitely tough for them. And being in the media definitely doesn't make it easier. However, we're not even talking about Kim and Kanye. We're talking about Jeffree Star. Um, you see, when I saw this, it had me thinking, why do people believe rumors so easily? Like, why do we believe everything that a TikToker says? Like, just because a TikToker says it doesn't even mean anything. People do this for clout. We see this with, like, what is what are they called? What is that called? Oh, my gosh. On YouTube. Uh, it's not... I can't think of the word. Um, But you know when, like, they post their, um, I can't even think of the word. But you know when you click on a, before you click on a YouTube video, it shows you, like, the title and it shows, like, a picture. Clickbait. Clickbait. That's the word I was thinking about. Clickbait. It's essentially like clickbait. You know, like, they prank you into thinking it's real, but it's really not. That's the thing. I feel like the same thing with TikTok. Like, they say stuff just to get the clout. She knows if she starts rumors about Kanye West, who is really well-known, and Jeffree Star, who is just always in some sort of drama, I feel like, you're going to get clout. People are going to want to come to your page. They're going to want to hear what's going to happen next. 
You know, I think she's just doing it for clout. Like, why start rumors and why do we constantly believe it? Especially if it's not coming from a reliable source. Literally, if it wasn't for her, we would never have heard of this. And what makes us think that she even knows who Kanye is in real life? Kanye has so many other people of his, you know, like he has Kim. He has Donald Trump on his side. Like he knows Donald Trump. Ava Louise, I don't, I've never even heard of her until I saw this article. If I'm being 100% honest, I never even heard of her until I heard of this article. So why are we all believing her? What sources did you see prior to Ava Louise that said that they were dating? I think we are so easily, we easily believe everything so soon. We don't even like go to like the source, go to the facts, go to the people that, you know, the news is about. Like, I feel like if we did that, we wouldn't believe half of like the crazy things that we believe today, personally, you know, because obviously she's just a random person wanting clout, especially on TikTok where people get paid, you know, for promos and everything. And just for having followers in general, she probably just wants the money, wants the clout. So I think for all of us people that easily believe these crazy rumors about celebrities and everything, let's take a second, pause in your tracks. First think, does this even make sense? Like, does Kanye and Jeffree Star dating even make sense? Like, how would they have even met? How would they have even met? Like, someone explain that. Maybe they've met in the past, but I don't know. Think of that first. Like, does it even make sense? Second thing is, go to them. Like, go to their pages. Do you see anything about it? Third thing is, go to people that are close to them. Do you see anything about it there? Fourth thing is, check the source that even said it. Is it reliable? Is it like a .org? Is it a reliable news source or whatnot? Not is it some random TikToker, Ava Louise, on TikTok saying some random stuff, starting random drama. Like, there's no benefit to starting random drama because you're just causing problems. And then at the end of the day, it's going to hurt her. Trust me, literally starting rumors that people then find out are false only hurts the person that started it. It just makes it seem like you're a clout chaser. And it's just, to me, it's just like crazy. Like, don't do it. Don't start rumors just to start rumors to get clout. Because at the end of the day, the truth will come out. And someone always knows the truth. Well, the truth may not come out first. Someone always knows the truth. And the truth will possibly get out and you'll look crazy. So just don't start it. And this whole, oh my gosh, this whole situation, like, that's just insane. Imagine feeling like it's okay to start a rumor about Jeffree Star and Kanye dating, especially in the midst of, you know, him and Kim possibly divorcing. Like, that's so disrespectful to Kim. Ugh, people these days just always want to start drama and rumors. Like, what's the benefit? How is this helping you in your life? How is this helping you become more successful? Because last time I checked, it does not help. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Tell me what you think. However. We are done talking about the things that happened this week. I'm like ready to take a break because it was a crazy week. There was so much to talk about. Um, I'm just ready to get into the game. Today's game is a riddle. So how it'll work is I get two guesses to try to guess the correct answer. And if I get it right, I'm a queen. And if I get it wrong, I'm still a queen. However, I'm just not as much of a queen. Whatever, okay? You get what I'm saying. Bottom line, if I get it right, she's just a queen. I have not seen the answer. However, let me just read you the question or the riddle. A young girl answers her cell and asks, who is this? A man's voice responds, figure it out. Your mom's mother is my mother-in-law. What's the man's relation to the girl? So then I had to start thinking, right? Now let's think. Let's think about this. 
Okay. So this man. Wait. So the girl's mom. Mother. So that means it's her grandma. Is. Okay. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. So a girl gets a call from a man. Her mom's mom. Who is her grandma is her is his mother-in-law. Wait, 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 wait. If that's his mother-in-law, that means that's wait, guys. This is like testing my brain. This wait, wait, wait. Pause, pause, pause. If he is the if that's his mother-in-law, that means he married into the family, which means. Which means, which means, which wait, pause, pause, pause. Wait a second. Which means it's his her aunt, uncle, uncle, uncle. Wait, it's her uncle. But that doesn't make sense in regards to the riddle. Why would you not know it's your uncle calling you? But maybe riddles aren't supposed to make sense. Okay, your mom's mother. So your grandma, your grandma is my mother-in-law. He married into the family. That lady must be his aunt. So that's her uncle. I think that's her uncle. If I was to take another guess, let me think. Is the mother-in-law? I guess the only other guess, it couldn't be like her father. It would not be her father. Um, It wouldn't be a grandfather. I guess the only other option would be like a cousin, maybe. A cousin? I'm like genuinely scared. I want to see the answer to this. Like I'm, I'm kind of curious now. Um, so let's just like look at the answer now. I th- I think I'm right. I'm gonna be honest. I think I'm right because she's kind of just like a genius like that sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Okay, let's see if I was right. Okay, so it was question. Oop, it was question number four. The man is the girl's father. Her father's mother-in-law. Wait, the answer. I was wrong. It's not the uncle. The man is the girl's father. Her father's mother-in-law is his wife's mother. And his wife is the girl's mom. Your mom's mother. Wait. You see, I could have gotten... I could have technically been correct. It could have been the uncle or the father. I should technically get points, even though I was wrong. Because, listen, if it's her mom, mom... That's her grandma, right? And if that's her, his, her, his mother-in-law, that could either be his, her father or it could be another, like, child from the grandma, right? And then that's that person's husband. So either way, the man is married into the family, which means I was kind of correct on that part. However, I just didn't think about the father. Now I feel kind of insane. I feel kind of insane. I should have gotten that correct. I should have gotten that correct. Darn it. Ugh. Now that's frustrating. Now I'm mad. Wait a second. I I was so close. I didn't even think about that. I did not even think about that. That's so frustrating. That is so frustrating. Oh my gosh. Ugh. I'm ugh. That's so that's ugh. Oh my gosh. I was guys, I was so close to getting that correct, but I didn't. Whatever. Okay. It's time to the opinion. Today's opinion question is extremely easy, actually, and I have a short answer to this one. I've already thought about my answer. The question is, should musicians be allowed to copy or borrow from other artists? My answer is literally like a whole half a paragraph. Are you ready for it? 
I think musicians should be able to borrow from other artists as long as they, you know, give credit to the original artist, you know, or the artist and them make a deal. Like maybe you have to pay them a certain amount of money or something. Like I think it should be allowed to borrow and or copy as long as you have permission and or credit from the original artist. However, if you don't ask, you know, the original artist, I think that is wrong and I don't think you should be able to do that. However, as long as you have an agreement with the original artist, maybe a signed document or whatever your heart desires, it should be allowed. But it should also be up to the artist if they want their work to be copied or borrowed. Because, you know, let's say you copy their music and then your music ends up getting more popular than theirs. That would kind of hurt. However, that's why I think you should make an agreement with them first so they can then think about, okay, if my music is copied, they might get more views, listens, whatever, plays than me. How would I feel? You know, they can think about all of that before you just copy it. I think if you just copy it in general, I feel like that's just disrespectful to the original artist. You felt like you could just disrespect them and just take their work without even asking. That's essentially like, think about it like this. If you're a teenager, a college student or whatever, and you have to do like, you know, cite and have your bibliography. That's like, you know, taking something from a site and not citing it without their permission, yet you use their article for all of your project. That's kind of disrespectful. Even though no one else will, other than your teacher and possibly your fellow students will see your work, if the person that you stole the article from did see it, it would be low-key be disrespectful. But that's the point I'm making. If you want to borrow or copy from other artists, ask them first. Don't just take it and run. Ask them first. Bottom line. That's all I have to say. Okay. Now, guys, I've answered the opinion question. Last thing that we're moving on to is advice. I asked you all on the Instagram at LMBH Podcast to send in things you needed advice on. And this was a good question, honestly. The question that I received was a good question, and I'll be answering it. The question is, how essentially can you get your parents to not be mad at you? And this is the thing. It truly depends on the parent. Everyone knows their parents, you know, whether your parents are strict, they're not strict, whatever they are. You know, every parent is different and you can't really compare because, like I said, everyone is different. And how parents train their children is based off of how they were raised, how they grew up and everything like that. So I guess put that into account as well. Um, so how can you prevent them from getting mad is the question. I think if you know the rules and the things they do allow you to do and the things they don't allow you to do, put that into perspective before you do anything, literally anything. Like if you want to go hang out with your friends instead of just and you know that your parents need you to ask them first, don't just go out and leave, you know, ask them first, follow the rules. So they know that, okay, wait a second, I can trust my child, you know, because that's always something parents want in regards to their relationship with their children. And then also just like respect your parents, you know, do what they say. And I think I'll be honest with you, there are moments when children do not listen to their parents. And I'm not saying that's a bad, I'm not saying that's a good thing, because it's not, you should always listen to your parents. However, there are, I think, at least moments when that happens. But try to have Try to not have many of those moments at all because you don't want that. And yeah, that's a pretty simple answer. Just don't disrespect your parents and think about their rules before you do anything. If you do that, I think you will never get in trouble. And also do your chores. Trust me, that is the one thing I get in trouble for the most. Me not doing the chores. Specifically the dishes. I always get in trouble for not doing the dishes. Wait, fun story. 
pause. Okay, wait. So essentially a few days ago, I got in trouble for not doing the dishes. And my parents were like, if you don't do the dishes, we're sending you to the room in the basement, which let me tell you is extremely scary. Literally the bed, like where you sleep, where your head lays is right in front of a window, not one window, but three. And it's in the basement. So like you're looking out to darkness. So before I went down there, they were telling me how someone slept in that room before and got really scared. And that's before we got blinds put in the room. They were like, there's trees outside of that window that look like clowns. They were like, you're going to hear the window creaking and everything and squeaking. And I'm like, guys, you're not really helping the situation. You're only making me even more scared. But they did not care. But it's okay. They did not care. But it's okay. However, I ended up going down there. I was extremely petrified. When I got in the room, I, actually, they took me downstairs. They stayed at, like, the head of the stairs because I could not go down there by myself. Oh, and let me forget, not forget to tell you, we were watching Blacklist, like, the Blacklist show on Netflix. And that show is, like, a crime thriller type of show. And it's low-key a little scary. So I was already scared from that. And the episode that we were watching was the one where, like, the dude puts people in the tub and then puts, like, chemicals on them and they, like, disintegrate. And, of course, the bedroom I slept in had a tub. Not just a shower, but also a tub. So I go in the bedroom with all the lights on, petrified. I go into the bathroom, make sure no one is in there. I check the tub. Then I check the closet, right, because I'm, like, scared. Then I check under the bed. And then I check the bathroom again. And guys, when I tell you I was so scared, I was extremely scared. And then on top of that, the bed is extremely hard. The bed is like a rock. My bed is not like that. I like, you know, it to be not as hard as that one is. Literally, you can't you can't even jump on that bed. Not like you should jump on it because you don't want to break your bed. But this bed is so uncomfortable. Plus, there were no sheets on the bed, so I had to bring my own covers down. And it was just a horrible experience. Bottom line, so you don't get in trouble with your parents, do your chores, respect them, and know the rules before you do anything. Bottom line, that's all I have to say. That's everything I have to tell you. Everything. Okay, that's it, guys. That is absolutely it. This was a great episode. I thoroughly enjoyed talking to you all about the craziness, you know, happening in our world. I enjoyed, you know telling you how to not get in trouble with your parents. I also, no, I did not enjoy this part, but I enjoyed saying the riddle and then I did not enjoy getting it wrong, especially after being extremely close. It literally could have been the uncle. It could have been the uncle. However, I was wrong, but it's okay. Um, Thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to enter the giveaway. The giveaway ends on February 11th at 11.59 p.m. So enter before then. You have essentially unlimited entries. You know, to enter, all you have to do is follow both of our accounts. On either of the posts, tag your friends in the comments. And each friend is an entry. Remember, like the giveaway post. And your extra entry is reposting it on your story. And don't think we're not going to be looking. We will be checking to make sure that you follow both of us. Not just one, but both of us. And that you know you actually like and that you comment. But you realize you do have to do all three. Meaning follow both of us and comment and like the post to actually enter at all. You know, you know that, you know that. And just reposting it as extra. So make sure you enter because like I said earlier, it is absolutely free. You don't have to pay anything. Um, and it's super easy and super simple. So yeah, don't forget to follow the Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at LMBH Podcast. And I'll see you all next Monday. Bye, everyone.